The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Teen Wealth Radio. Very excited to have you all on board. Uh, This has been a dream of mine for a long time, and I'm currently surrounded by some very handsome gentlemen who have joined the team who (laughs) I cannot wait to introduce to you. Uh, Teen Wealth is here because we want to help the young people in our future generations, their parents, their teachers. Uh, We want to really help you guys to... uh, Feel ready for life after high school and know that you can take on the world and that anything that you want, uh, you can you can basically have in your life. So uh, first up, I'd like to introduce to you um, Evan Oglesby. And this gentleman and I met last summer and we have joined uh, two nonprofits together and he is truly inspirational in what he is doing for young people uh, around the globe. So uh, Evan, if you'd like to introduce yourself to everyone. Hello, everyone. My name is Evan Oglesby. Um, I played five seasons in the NFL, and um, along the way, I started a charity that gave back to high school seniors. Um, along the way, we opened up an actual uh, community center where we teach athletic and educational programs to increase their opportunities to receive college scholarships. Uh, I met Brandy. Uh, she had a, uh, um, a part of... Um, a program that I really wasn't able to offer to maximize the potential to reach all the kids in my area. Uh, and um, I'm just very fortunate to be a part of Global Team Wealth, and now we can attack athletes, kids that have a desire to be successful as far as business, um, kids that want more knowledge on health and wellness. Um, I'm just honored to really be a part of an organization that really seeks out to maximize potential for all you. So, Brandy, I just really appreciate the opportunity uh, to be a part of a wonderful organization. Well, we're glad to have you, Evan. You're a true inspiration. I can't wait to work with you more. Uh, We're going to help a lot of young people, so it's very exciting. Um, uh, Next, I'd like to introduce Kevin. And uh, Kevin's been my friend for a few years now, and he's got one zany sense of humor. Yeah, Yeah, still friends. friends. (laughs) If you want to introduce yourself to everybody, Kevin. (laughs) We'll see how this goes if we're still friends after this, but... (laughs) Uh, my name is Kevin Friesen, and um, yeah, I'm, I met Brandy. We worked together on the Rocky Mountaineer train um, for a few seasons and had a great time and realized that we pretty much had the same sense of humor, which I'm um, not sure if anybody else found funny. <laughs> um, but uh, I've, I've worked with a youth program for about 15 years, uh, teaching kids self-esteem and self image, positive self-image, self-dignity, all that, and really wanted the kids to know that uh, everyone has gifts, talents, and abilities, and 
um, that they really they they do matter. So this is really exciting um, for me to be a part of this with Brandy and and uh, looking forward to many very cool shows as well. Awesome. Oh, and I better give a shout out to my girlfriend and her daughter listening in Australia, or they won't be my friend anymore. <laughs> Lose a lot of friends quickly. <laughs> um, uh, next, I'd love to introduce Grant. Grant has a very different take on on a few things. This man is uh, knows his finances very well, and we're gonna together set uh, precedents for teens to actually get out of high school and know what a credit card looks like and a mortgage and and what loans will do to you if you don't know what they talk about. So, kids, if you want to be wealthy and millionaires one day, this is the man you want to <laughs> listen to. Go ahead, Grant. <laughs> Well, thanks very much, Brandy. Yes, my name is Grant Powell. I've been an independent mortgage and loan broker for the last 12 years. During my career, I've always welcomed the opportunity to educate and inspire the general public with how they can achieve their own unique goals while financing real estate. Over the past 10 years, I've written dozens of articles uh, explaining the diverse mortgage and loan financing products available to all types of credit employment, income, life situations, and immigration status. Uh, I wrote a book last year uh, called Leverage Your Best Option. It's been critically acclaimed by financial gurus. The book has been noted as an excellent source for consumers to learn more about uh, the diverse mortgage and loan products. And it's also being used to train uh, 2,000 mortgage brokers across Canada. So why I'm excited about being part of Team Wealth, in recent years, there's been many surveys done indicating that after teens graduate from high school, they're not fully prepared to take on the real world. So why is this? Why aren't teens uh, being prepared? Do our governments not care about how ready for the future our next generation is? Well, as a mortgage and loan expert, these surveys results don't surprise me one bit. I get the same response from many real estate industry professionals from across North, North America. Skills like the importance of credit, how to prepare oneself to qualify for the best mortgage or loan, obtain a mortgage or loan, purchase a property, how to finance and expand business. These points are just the tip of the iceberg of the information that is helpful for not only teens, but also adults uh, that want to familiar them, familiarize themselves with the, and feel confident and comfortable with these subjects. For millions of North Americans, purchasing a home plays an intricate part of contributing to our economies. Also measured by many as a step that must be achieved to be known as a success, successful productive citizen. Why not help these people understand these processes at an early age? Our schools aren't teaching this valuable information, so it's up to us and the private sector of experts to help. Team Global Wealth's platform is a perfect medium for all this information to be uh, quickly utilized, put out there, delivered, uh, and any type of support teams are looking for, it's easily attainable. So as our country's economies uh, endure the challenges to stay competitive on a world scale, we will continue to see non-traditional employment on the rise, thus making it more challenging for those segments of the workforce to realize what it takes to get approved for a great mortgage. So as the, the new mortgage strict uh, regulations are coming into effect on an ongoing basis, the importance of mortgage education is here to stay. It should never be overlooked. Again, my name is Graham Powell, and I'm excited to be working with Global Wealth. Thanks.
Yeah, we're excited to have you. And uh, I know mortgages and loans, if you're 15, 16, 17, probably sounds like the most boring thing on earth. But uh, You know what's not boring? What? Having a roof over your head. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. That's very true. And I mean, Being able to pay rent it's is It's nice, yeah. Is Having a Maserati at some time oh, is probably yeah. pretty cool, that, too. That's a big stretch. That is from, a big stretch. But from paying rent can to do a Maserati, it. but... <laughs> Um, I think Grant rolled up in one, so listen to what he says. Yeah, he did. He did. This is a man you definitely want to pay attention to, and he's going to give us lots of great tips. So really looking forward to it. Um, before we go to a commercial break, I do have to give a shout-out to my mother. It is my mother's birthday today. Hey. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. I'm totally embarrassing <laughs> you for all the times you embarrassed me when I was a teenager. So just so you guys know. I was going to um, sing along. I didn't know the <laughs> Uh, just so you know, my mother was the type that uh, when she dropped me off at front of my high school where there were a couple thousand kids outside waiting, uh, I was the one that um, got honked at while my mother in her pajamas would wave uh, out the window and scream, Yoo-hoo, I love you, or dangle socks off her ears and bark like a puppy dog. So my self-esteem came early because my mother had to give me a real kicking. So uh, I love talking about this stuff, and I'm really glad that we're starting. So I believe we're going to go to a commercial break shortly, uh, but happy birthday, Mom. <laughs> happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long distance Thanks, shout out. Evan. By the way, everyone, Evan's in Atlanta right now. Uh, he's got an amazing facility out there where he's got 300 kids that come through uh, on average that go through all of his sports programs, and he offers tutoring uh, for young people after school. Um, we're just currently developing a Fit Kids Healthy Teen program. And... Uh, Fit Kids Healthy Teen program is going to be really amazing for young people. We're going to teach them about food and everything. And uh, before we go to the break, we're actually going to have you and introduce himself. Oh, hello. <laughs> it doesn't take much. Uh, my name is Ewan, born and raised out of Vancouver. And uh, I am here because uh, I'm passionate about education for the youth. And I find that Brandy and this global teen wealth Conduit is high-powered, and I'm pretty excited to be a part of it. Uh, I read a book on education, so I am now an expert. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I do find that some common sense stuff isn't so common these days. And so I want to try and restore that so that all the youth can be more well-rounded for all situations when they get into adulthood. And I hope they find some of the stuff that uh, I'm going to be showing them to be pretty cool, neato, and all that sort of stuff. Very cool. <clears throat> Somebody once asked me to describe you, and I said, if Chuck Norris, Bill Nye the Science Guy, and MacGyver all had a child, that's who he would be. That's so unchristian, Brandy. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a pretty cool guy. We're, we're very blessed. Um, just so everybody knows, we are giving away a bunch of scholarships uh, for anyone ages 13 to 19 to go through the Teen Wealth Program, uh, normally to be involved in the global membership where you get access to experts and coaching and the whole program it's ten dollars a month to join up but we're going to give away a hundred scholarships uh in this show and some of our guests later on in the show are donating um a couple thousand dollars worth of different coaching and things like that we've got some amazing olympians that you're going to hear from a little bit later as well um so if you want to send a text message if you just text the word radio and your email to 707 200 6386. Uh, we're going to send you an email with some really cool prizes. And, I'm doing uh, that right now. Yeah, you. <laughs> Kev, you can't get oh, prizes. Oh, man. Can, can you send it. funny gifts? We can, we can send. We can accept. No, GIF. G- oh. <laughs> wow. 
Funny gifts, yeah, sorry. yes. Sorry, I'm, I'm totally out of the. Does this number accept lingo. funny gifts as well? I'm really sorry. Yeah, it will accept funny gifts if you'd like <laughs> yeah. to send them towards us. I can't us. wait. Those might also get a shout out, just so you know. <laughs> I appreciate it. So, one more time, for you, if you didn't have a pen, I'll go through it one more time before we end the show. That number is 707 200 6386. Uh, text the word radio and your email, and you'll get an email with some really cool prizes. Uh, by the way, out of these hundred that we're giving away, um, if you do go through the program and you find that you have a business plan and you're ready to start and start your own business, we actually would like to give you a grant of a few thousand dollars to help you start up that business and coach you for a year. Our goal is to help thousands of teens around the world uh, to become entrepreneurs so we can really give back to our community in a positive way. So really excited to do that. Uh, coming up after the break, uh, we're going to meet an amazing woman who founded Art with Impact, uh, a really great nonprofit in the U.S. and Canada. Her name's Carrie. So stick around, and after the break, we'll meet Carrie. Thanks, guys. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Families today face unique challenges. Marriage, parenting, and family forms have changed a lot in the last century. Family Matters with Dr. Virginia Collin will focus on building and maintaining healthy family relationships. We will discuss marriage, divorce, family mediation, parenting, lifestyles, and mental health. All kinds of family matters. Our show will feature guest experts and your participation, too. You can listen to Family Matters live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, I'm going to hand it back to you in for a second, Mr. Do-It-Yourself, and he's going to uh, give us some really cool tips and tell us a little bit more about what he's going to talk about over the next uh, 13 weeks while we're together on Voice America. That's right. So my segment is Do-It-Yourself, and as I mentioned before the break, uh, I'm going to try and fill in everyone with some common sense things that aren't so common anymore so that you have a full-rounded set of tools and a skill set to help you in your adulthood. So with today's theme being empowerment, 
I'll be empowering all of you to find some habits of success, starting really easy. So I'll be beginning and giving some tips with that. And as well, throughout the 13-week course, I'll be finding things that I can help to describe and what things that you can do yourself that people aren't doing on their own so that they can be a bit more successful in life and just have a more well-rounded character. Awesome. Now, today, as I said, empowerment is the theme of our show, and habits, successful habits are very important, but a lot of people, a lot of youth, I find, don't really have a lot of successful habits being ingrained in them. You can probably look for any sort of a Example, you go through all the generations and every generation before them says, the youth these days. So they're never really actually uh, keeping the same habits from the ones before. Things are getting lost. And successful people have lots of successful habits and it builds structure, habits do. And so with one, uh, there's been research on habits and how to start them. And if you just fill your day with successful habits, then you begin to have more structure in your day. And you have more structure in your day, you have more ability to organize yourself and get more done within a day. So ideas of successful habits, keep your mind clean because you're better organized. First one you can do is making your bed. I mean this literally, young people out there. <laughs> that is the first habit and that is my weekly mission for all of you is to begin slow and all you need to do for the next week is make your bed nicely every single morning for this week until we come back to the show. All right, it's as simple as that. From there, other habits can start. Now, there's been research out there and a lot of people feel like it takes 21 days to start a a successful habit. This has come out of a self-help book in the 1970s that was Cybernetics, Psycho-Cybernetics, and it was made popular in an article of Reader's Digest in 1983. Habits are actually easier to make than this. It's, ha- it's breaking habits that are actually hard. And breaking ha- habits are actually much harder than just stopping things for 21 days. If you try to quit smoking for 21 days, that's hard to do, but it doesn't mean on the 22nd day you're now a non-smoker. <laughs> so breaking habits you've already formed are much harder to do, but starting them are much easier. They find in research, including the seven days starting to make your bed. You'll find your life become well more organized. Same thing for those for taking that issue to something else in your life. If you start making your bed and it kind of feels good every time you get back to your bedroom and you have a clear mind of space and you can go to bed easily, you can do your homework easily in your bedroom, you'll find that a successful habit. You might start looking into other things you can start doing to get motivated. So for all you youth out there, Start making your bed for the next week. I feel like your parents. That's okay. (laughs) Start making your bed, and then when you start feeling success from that, start making a list of some other things you want to do. Simple as brushing your teeth, having breakfast. All these little things, not big major goals, just get them into your day. That's a habit, and it has a successful block that you're making of organization, so you start to have more time to organize around that, as well as have a clear mind for thought and success. My dad is in love with you right now, Ewan, because he used to always make me tuck my bed in. What is with all your references and me coming from men and men being attracted to me? <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Pops. <laughs> um, okay, beautiful. Well, we have an amazing guest that's called in now. Carrie, are you with us? I am. 
Hi, Carrie. So uh, for everyone that just joined us, uh, Carrie's from Art with Impact. She's the founder of this amazing nonprofit, and uh, she's literally going to change the world with what she's doing. In fact, she already has. Um, our goal is to have her on her or someone from her organization on every single show because what they are doing is truly something that is going to change the world, and it's going to open your heart and make you connect. Um, Carrie, could you tell us a little bit about Art with Impact? Yeah, I'd love to. And thank you for such an amazing introduction. I feel like <laughs> I feel like a superstar. <laughs> you are, you are. <laughs> <laughs> In tiny circles. So, um, yeah, we are a nonprofit that works throughout North America, and our idea, our our big topic is mental health, right? So this is the way that we see the world. Mental health is the health of our brain. Um, and it's just like physical health in that it can sort of get rusty if it's not taken care of. And um, if you get sick and you don't take care of it, then it can get worse. But it's also just like your physical health where if you exercise your mental health, you can get stronger and stronger no matter who you are. So the reason we're called Art with Impact is because I believe, and so do all of the people on my team and a lot of you, I bet, listening, that art is able to tell tell us things that we can't hear any other way. Um, we sometimes say that art speaks the language of our interior world. So what's what's going on inside us, which is perfect for mental health because mental health happens inside us, right? Mm-hmm. So we um, we do a few different things. Um, you can go to our website, which is artwithimpact.org, and the first thing you'll see is a really big film that changes every single month. And that is coming from our competition that we run every month. Anybody can submit a film. There's no age restrictions, geographic restrictions, anything like that. We encourage anybody to submit. The only requirements are that they film be five minutes or less and about mental health issues. And then what happens is it's juried by a panel of mental health professionals, filmmaking professionals, and college students. The winning filmmaker receives $1,000, American, actually, so it ends up being, right now, it's really good for Canadians. <laughs> um, <laughs> and that goes to, you know, just general support to the filmmaker. And then um, the work goes into our libraries, and we take this library of films, and we put it to work. So we go into colleges and universities, and we show these films, and we talk about them. We had a workshop that ended about an hour ago at OCAD in Ontario, in Toronto, um, that was, you know, had these really great discussions where people watch these films and then they think of things and they're reminded of things that, you know, maybe they wouldn't think of in a regular day. And our final main pro, our other big program is our high school program. And what happens with that one is we go into a school for four days. On the first day, we teach a little bit about mental health. On the second day, we teach some filmmaking uh, tools and break people into groups. On the third day, the students make their own one-minute film in one class period, which when I tell wow. professional filmmakers yeah. this, they don't believe me. <laughs> That's basically impossible. And I'm like, you don't know today's youth. They're kind of amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and so they, they're able, every single time, every school we go, go to, we just get these incredible films that are put together. And we bring all of the equipment. Um, the students make the films using tablets. So we bring in tablets that they shoot them on, and then they edit it on that same tablet in, in groups of about five. Um, and then on the last day of that workshop, we watch all the films. We have our own mini film festival, and we uh, are connected with in-person and online and phone-based resources for supporting our own mental health. Because one of our big goals is something called early intervention. And, again, this comes, it's 
it's a health thing altogether. Prevention and early intervention. If you can stop something bad from happening, it's always going to be a better outcome than if you let it get if you let it get started. And if you catch something early, it's always going to be better. So some mental illnesses can be totally prevented. All of them, if they are, if you respond to them quickly, early, then you're going to have a better outcome than if you wait for a really long time. And one of the tragic pieces of sort of data that's out there floating is that the average person waits about 10 years to get support for their mental illness, which is not okay. Think about if you broke your leg and you waited 10 years until you decided (laughs) to go to a doctor and get it set. It would be gangrenous. It would be disgusting. Mm -hmm. I did that um, with my pinky. Look at it. Oh, lovely. (laughs) Gary, you're lucky you're not here to see his pinky. (laughs) Um, Uh, how do we how do we get rid of this the stigma surrounding mental illness? Because if you say to someone I have cancer, everyone's like, oh, oh I'm I'm sorry that you're dealing with this cancer, but people people don't want to open up and say I'm suffering from depression and anxiety, and that's that's the same thing. It's nobody's fault. So how do we how do we get rid of the stigma? I, I through these films. I mean, I've watched a lot of these films and sat and had a really humbling few moments because I've had family members that have dealt with different varieties of mental illness, and it really it broke me down and it was beautiful. And I, I, that's why I love what you're doing. And that's why I'm going to hype you up as a Superman every time you come on here. Um, but how do you, um, we've got about two minutes left till break. So how do, how do you, um, you know, how do you think that we can help to reduce the stigma and, and get more conversations started? Well, I think stigma comes from fear. I think that it's, it's not based in truth and reality. It's based in our fears about what might happen. And some of it, I mean, there is, stigma can also result in discrimination. So if you say that you have cancer, for the most part, a kind person is well-meaningly going to say, oh, I'm so sorry, what can I do to help? If you say I have depression, a well-meaning person, because of misinformation, might say, well, just cheer up, or it could get worse. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, you're fine. And so what, ha- so what we have to do is talk about it so that the well-meaning people who you reach out to know what to say and know what they can do to help and know that if somebody says, I have depression, that... Um, cheer up is not going to be a helpful thing. Just Mm -hmm. like telling somebody with diabetes, just like, you know, will yourself some insulin. I mean, it's just (laughs) totally patently ridiculous. So, yeah, I think talking about it is a big thing. And that's what's so great about art is that we can talk about it without having to disclose things about ourselves that we're not ready to talk about. We can just talk about the work. And that's what really happens in our workshops is if they're making films or watching them, they get to the students get to really dive in deeply to these ideas of mental health and wellness um, without having to, you know, expose themselves or make themselves vulnerable unnecessarily. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate it. I know we have a lot of parents out there that are listening right now that have kids that are going through different things, whether it's anxiety or depression or a- any of these uh, forms of mental illness that are affecting our young people. And it's I've watched a lot of parents and coached a lot of parents and cried with a lot of parents. And, it, and it, you can hear it in my voice that it guts me every time I have to hear about someone who can't help their kids. So what can we do to help parents know that there's tools out there and everyday heroes that are fighting for them uh, just before we wrap up for the break, what would you suggest? You know, I wish that I had a a new sexy answer, but I think the answer for parents (laughs) is talk to your kids about it. Make them know that, let them know that for you, it's not a taboo subject. The culture says that you should just like be stronger and get over it. And that's what kids hear. And Mm -hmm. that makes them not want to reach out when they're, when they're nervous about something. So start the conversation with your kids and let them know that if they're feeling 
scared about what's going on in their brain or they're feeling worried about it, that you're going to be a safe place for them to talk about it. And I think a lot of kids are afraid that their parents are going to be like, oh, it's just a phase, get over it. So be a parent who's not going to say that to your kids. Mm-hmm. And I think you'll, mm-hmm. you'll be an everyday hero right there. Mm-hmm. And I think, Carrie, um, what you said, like you have so many kids that are doing this that it's, it must be that first step is great for them to know that they're surrounded by other people who are dealing with similar things. Because mm-hmm. I think, like you said, the first thing is, is fear. And if they know that they're not the only one in the room dealing with that, it's got to be, that's got to be such a huge step for them. So what you're doing is fantastic. And yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, we have to go to a commercial break right now, but we do have some amazing guests coming up. Uh, right after the break, we're going to hear from a young man named Tanner who uh, has done some extraordinary things in his life, and it was my privilege to uh, meet him and have coffee in about a 17-hour conversation with him a month ago. So he's coming up next, and then we're going to meet uh, Nick, who's got an amazing story and a great book to share with us as well. So uh, stick around, everybody. Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Museums are great places to work and wonderful places to visit. But are they essential? How can we improve our museum practice so that museums remain vital and essential players in society? Listen for Museum Life with host Carol Bossert, where each week we'll discuss timely and topical issues of concern to the museum community. Museum Life can be heard live every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Family caregivers face some tough challenges every day in caring for a partner, parent, child, sibling, friend, neighbor, or even co-worker. You are there to provide the care that these people need after everyone else has gone home. Family Caregivers Unite with Dr. Gordon Atherley will provide you with a social networking experience. You'll hear from experts and others who are experiencing the same things, and together you will promote a common cause. Tune in to Family Caregivers Unite, live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go, on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's brandy with an I at globalteenwealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Tanner, are you on the line? Yes, I am. Oh, it's such a pleasure to hear your voice again, darling. Welcome. (laughs) Hey, thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to be here. Well, um, could you tell everyone who you are and why you're so fabulous? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, like you said, yeah, we did have quite a good conversation. That's because when fabulous people get together, uh, it's hard to shut them up. 
But, uh, yeah, so, you know, when I was 21, I was preparing to enlist into the military, and at that time, just before signing my papers to go, I was in a really bad auto accident where a tree came through my windshield and paled me in the face, and a lot of damage happened from that. It was a pretty serious auto accident, and ultimately, um, I ended up losing all of my sight, um, so I'm totally blind now, um, where I just see black. And uh, from there, I've just, uh, you know, learned how to live like this and try to leverage opportunities to, uh, you know, have, live a great life and uh, inspire others to do the same. That's amazing. So when we talked, you told me that you're headed on a new adventure and uh, some interesting things. You, you just, you kind of pushed through something and you weren't sure if it was going to come true. And, and it did because things have, do that when, when, what did you say? Something about opportunity and preparation. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Because it's a pretty inspiring little piece of your yeah, life and what's coming uh, up for you. Right. So I am on a, a wild new journey right now with cycling, uh, with track cycling and you know the funny thing about you know I'm an athlete been an athlete my whole life and then when I became blind and really you know that I thought was out the window uh, when it came back into my experience I just really embraced it and went after it and you know the 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 tough thing about blind sports is that you're 100% dependent upon other people and you know the higher you climb up the ladder the more difficult it becomes um, to find the right people to help you along your journey. And, and they're mandatory, right? Like, I can't ride a bike without anybody else. I can't run down the track uh, w- without a guide runner. So I, uh, I, I was having a problem getting a good cyclist to train and compete with me in these major competitions that are coming up. And uh, one is for the Rio. Uh, it's the Rio qualifier, and then the next one is the World Championships. And I was telling you, I said, you know, I, I just I had to to let go of the anxiety of not finding somebody. That I just have to be prepared because I believe at the core of my being being that the opportunity will arise. And if all I do is just make sure that I'm prepared when that opportunity shows up, greatness happens. Mm. Cool. And did opportunity show up? Yes, it did. <laughs> it did. It did. It was. It was amazing. It was actually uh, just before I spoke with you for the first time. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I leave Saturday, headed to California to train, and then uh, the real qualifier is the first weekend in February. Awesome. Oh, that's so cool. And how fast do you go on these bikes? Because I saw a video of you, video of you, and I have my sight, and I don't even like going on a 10-degree inclination down a hill. So you're, you're pretty brave. How fast do you get around those tracks? Yeah, so the bikes are going, uh, you know, they're going almost 40 miles an hour at uh, their highest speed. That's amazing. Uh, we're going to actually have Tanner on as a guest quite a few times. Um, for all of you young people out there that are athletes or that are going through some kind of struggle, this man has got some really great stories that he wants to share, and they all come from his heart. He's a truly genuine uh, person, and we're, I'm blessed to have him in my life, and I think we're blessed to have him on the show. Uh, the whole point for any of you out there listening, if you're going through any struggle, we're, we're all going to be very candid with you. This is not going to be, there's no BS. We're going to tell you exactly uh, what we've gone through and, uh, and, and just be real with you because we want you to know that whatever struggle you're going through, somebody else has probably been through something similar. We don't know exactly what you're going through, but we've all been hurt 
And we've all needed somebody to kind of help us and pull us out of the darkness. So uh, we're going to have a lot of stories and a lot of great people on here like Tanner that hopefully uh, if you're struggling and in a dark place, you can relate to somebody's story that's out there and know that there's a group of us that are going to fight for you and uh, whatever you need. Uh, so Tanner, thank you so much for being on. I look forward to um, talking to you again very soon. And uh, just for everyone out there, Tanner's donated a lot of great prizes. So if you do text in that number, remember to text the word radio and your email to 707-200-6386. And we're going to be giving away some amazing scholarships and amazing prizes. So thank you, Tanner, for your donations. Hey, thank you so much for having me. And I look forward to connecting with all of you soon. Thanks a lot. And uh, we're going to head over to Nick. And Nick has a pretty extraordinary story. I got to meet him through the uh, Canadian Association of Professional Speakers. And he's a phenomenal speaker and he has a great story. So, Nick, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Where should I start, Randy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Wherever you want. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, it was a great time meeting you, actually, because uh, and the reason why I was impressed with you was I received uh, a random email. Right? Not so random, but it was what was interesting about it was you were somebody who was going out there and reaching out. You had a vision. You wanted to make something happen. And uh, you just took a shot and you got a response. Way to, way to start off with hyping up the person who <laughs> I like you already. <laughs> yeah. So, um, a little bit about me. My, my background is in sport. Um, I'm a Commonwealth Games gold medalist and multiple times a national champion for wrestling in uh, Canada here. Uh, but what makes all that really interesting is how it all started. Um, is it okay if I share a little bit of my story? Please do. Okay, so I'm originally from Nigeria, Africa, that's where I was born. And I came to Canada when I was nine years old. Um, it was a really, it was a big shift for me because I go from a place where um, that's completely different than here, mm-hmm. right? And I arrived in Canada. And the way I arrived was really interesting because my father had left Nigeria when I was three years old and he came back when I was nine. If you can do the math, that's six years difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm still working on it. <laughs> so six, with the financial guy. Yeah, there was a financial guy right here. <laughs> so, so six years later, when he came back, I ended up, uh, he came to take me and my brother and sister to Canada. Um, but the challenging part of it was that we, when we went to Canada, I left without my mom, and I wouldn't see my mom again for 17 years. Wow. Yeah. So that was, uh, and I'm a bit of a mama's boy, so that was, that was kind of tough for me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, different circumstances led to me getting into foster homes, and, um, you know, I won't go too much into that, to that here. But I ended up in foster homes, and from age 14 and on, I actually asked to be put into foster homes. From age 14 and on, I went around to different foster homes, but I happened to find a home that was uh, that was great. Mm-hmm. Family named the McClellans. They took me in and uh, they took care of me. But then I, it wasn't always easy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, when you're in that situation, when you have to make tough decisions like that, um, you doubt some of the decisions you made because the road is up and down. And, mm-hmm. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down. Sometimes you run into a good situation, sometimes you don't. For example, one of the challenging situations when I was 14, because this show centered around you, mm-hmm. is when I got into foster homes, I got drunk into the first foster home. And to every action, there's consequences, yeah? And this is what we have to realize sometimes. The consequences can be pretty challenging in themselves. And mm-hmm. the consequence of that was, because I was a teenager and I was 14, 
was hard for them to find a home for me in that town because all of a sudden I went from this squeaky clean image to this kid who's a troubled kid. And being, in the, being in foster homes, uh, getting drunk all of a sudden now, anything else I did was an uphill battle. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, so they had to move to a whole different town, a completely different town, and start all over again. Wow. So that's, but that's when I made the decision, like, you know what, with certain level of freedom comes responsibility. And every youth needs to understand this. I speak to a lot of schools. I speak to a lot of high schools, a lot of colleges, even elementary schools. Mm-hmm. And the first thing is, you know, freedom comes responsibility. You have a choice at any given time of what you will turn your life into, the mm-hmm. decisions you make. You have a choice whether to get into trouble or not get into trouble. You have a choice whether to follow a certain crowd or not follow a certain crowd. And when I moved, I decided I was going to control how my life is. I was going to decide who I spend time with. And who you spend time with is crucial. So I, did, I got into sports, which I already loved. Mm-hmm. So being into sports, um, I found out I was good at it. I happened to move to a different town. And in the town I, ha- I moved to, happened to have wrestling. And I, I, this is now, this is late in my high school career, 18 years old, 17, but almost 18, mm-hmm. you know, grade 12, I start wrestling. No expectations, but I happen to be okay at it. Then I go to university and I say, you know what, I, I, this is something I'd like to try. I want to, in university, I want to try and make the team. So I go and I remember going to try out for the team. And after trying out for the team, you know, the coach usually puts a list on the wall of everybody who made the team. So I, I after trying to go and I look at the list and I didn't see my name on the list. Uh, I was a bit of an arrogant kid <laughs> at that time. So I figured the coach must have made a mistake. I didn't see on the team. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So I remember going to the coach's office, and, and it was funny because it's kind of silly, actually, right? I knock on the coach's door. Coach opens the door, and, and, and he goes, what do you want? Like, I was nobody. So he didn't even, I don't even think he remember my name. I said, Coach, I looked at the list of everybody who made the team. You forgot to write my name on the list. Give me your pen, and I'll go write it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds silly, but that's, that's how naive I was, yeah. right? And the coach tells me I didn't make the team. First, like, I mean, that was a heartbreak because this was, like, the thing I wanted. You know when you tell people, like, yeah, you know, I'm going to be this thing. Like, I'm going to be this great wrestler. Mm-hmm. I told everybody. I had a big mouth. Okay. <laughs> you can't tell. I'm going to be this big wrestler. But it's a one challenge. How are you going to be a big wrestler if you're not even on the team, right? Mm-hmm. And I had to make a decision, right? Everybody, we all have to make a decision. It's important. That disappointment, that failure, inside, part of me wanted to quit, pretend like I never tried. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of our youth who are listeners, they've, they've been in that situation where they something didn't work out and they just gave up because it was a fail, so first failure. Sure, it, it sucked a little bit, yeah, because I had to face people who I'd been bragging to. Because mm. they're asking me, oh, how's wrestling? Well, I'm not on the team. <laughs> but you always have, again, that choice. And I made the choice, you know what? I slept the next day. So instead of hiding out and not deciding to try, I went back to the coach's office and I said to the coach, Coach, listen, I know I didn't make the team. Is it okay if I try it again next year? He goes, okay, next year. But I, I want to ask you a special favor also. I know you usually don't let people hang around, but can I just be a throwing dummy for everybody this year? Will you let me stick around? <laughs> I figure I go by the law of averages. If I hang around the guys who are the studs on the team, who are doing great things, maybe it'll rub off on mm. me, right? And it, so it, it, I stuck around. I didn't get that much better, but something interesting happened. I stuck around long enough, and uh, the national championships happened to be held at the university that year. Mm. 
And I remember the team winning the national championships as a group. They were jumping up and down. They were hugging each other. You know how like, people get jubilant, right? Hugging each other, yeah. So I remember running off the stands, going to shake the coach's hand, saying, hey, coach, the team did a great job. Next year, not only am I going to be on the team, but you know what? I'm going to be a national champion. Awesome. That's awesome. You know And you went on to win what? Well, I went on to win a national championship. and went on to uh, win uh, two Olympic trials. I went on to become a Commonwealth Games gold medalist. I went on to get into the Hall of Fame this year. I went on to get into my university hall of fame. I went on to travel the world. Oh, I went amazing. on to spend. It, it was just amazing. Basically, the whole idea is it doesn't matter where you start. You can start as rough as yeah. foster homes, you know, maybe come up from an abusive situation. Um, it, it doesn't matter. Come from Africa. It doesn't matter where you start. It's where you, or do you decide to go. Beautiful. Well, yeah. we're going to hear about your book just after we yeah. come up off of our next break. Uh, stick around, everybody, and we'll be back with Nick and his amazing book. Yeah. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody, and welcome back. Uh, Nick's going to tell us a little bit about his book that he's got. I believe it's called Whatever It Takes, and it's pretty amazing. It's our book of the week, so he's going to jump on and tell you a little bit about the book uh, before we interview our hero of the week. Wow, thank you, Brandy. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm proud of this book. It's uh, called Whatever It Takes. Embrace change, leverage challenges, and achieve an extraordinary life. And the whole idea of this book is just how do you take on the challenges that come on, that come, that come in your life. And this book is full of strategies and tips in, in how to go about facing life's challenges and how to not only just face them, how to leverage those challenges and turn them into opportunities and in effect, 
you know, make your life extraordinary. Beautiful. So if anyone wants a copy of this book, uh, just email us in again. If you send a text message to 707-200-6386, text the word radio and your email. Uh, I'll let you know how to get Nick's book and win some of our awesome scholarships. Um, we do have an amazing man in the building. <laughs> uh, his name's Steve Hedberg, and uh, Kevin's going to interview him a little bit. He's what we like to call our everyday hero. So a lot of you have seen me at different talks and in different places I've been speaking. Speaking, uh, in some different schools and conferences lately and I've been wearing a blue cape uh, I've been wearing it since my birthday on November 5th and I haven't taken it off for a year in public I'm not going to take it off <laughs> till I'm 32 years old and that's because young people parents teachers anybody out there that's listening you need to know that there are everyday heroes that don't walk around in leotards and capes uh, and and there's there's but they're out there fighting for you. Only and Randy does. Teen, yeah, <laughs> only me. I'm the only one in the game. Um, but we're out there fighting for you. And uh, if you think there's nowhere to turn, we're going to create such a huge global network that any problem that you have, you're going to be able to reach out and find someone that's there to help you. So don't give up. We're here. And uh, Kevin's going to interview our Hero of the Week, uh, who's been a great guy, and, and I'm privileged to have him uh, here on our show. So thanks. Well, Steve, welcome to the program. Yeah, Kevin, Brandy, great. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. So why don't you just start off telling us a little bit about your story and why you're a hero? Yeah, well, you know, hero is a pretty big <laughs> title. And I guess apparently it doesn't always come with a cape. But, um, but I, you know, in my experience, there are heroes out there everywhere. And I think uh, I think a place that I really knew nothing about just a, a year ago was a place called the Covenant House. And it was great to, to hear Nick tell his story about his upbringing and some of the challenges that uh, that he faced early in his life. And the Covenant House, for those that don't know about it, is a, it's an organization that uh, that helps teens um, helps teens that have had some troubled family life that uh, no fault of their own have found themselves out on the street, uh, the street of Vancouver here in the case of the Covenant House here in Vancouver, offering opportunities for for teens and young adults to to get into a program where they can help them get off the street, get get back, get their feet back under themselves, and get out there and starting to contribute to society again. Um, these are these are amazing individuals that work at the Covenant House, and and I guess. Um, I was extremely impressed with the, the organization. They, they host uh, you know, much in the same way. Uh, I think Nick was impressed with Brandy just reaching out there to take a chance at an opportunity to ask. I had a similar request for myself from another colleague who's uh, another executive with another company in town just saying, hey, Steve, are you interested in being part of this? I did this last couple of years. It's pretty cool. I was like, well, you know, Rob, what do you have to do? And I just said, he just said, all you have to do is, uh, you know, raise five thousand dollars. I'm like, oh my god, how, how the heck am I going to do that? And what's it even for? I'm an engineer, run an engineering company, busy guy. I don't know how I could possibly help. Um, so Rob encouraged me. Next thing I know, I was uh, involved in, in fundraising for the Covenant House. They uh, they hold a, an event once a year that includes sleeping out as part of the uh, as part of the event to draw attention to the fundraising. Um, and it wasn't long before $5,000 turned into $25,000 of, of interest that came from people that were connected to people that were connected ultimately to, to, to myself through friends, uh, through the company I work for. Uh, it was just an incredible outpouring of affection for this, this great cause. Um, and uh, it, was, it was great to see what great things have come from it, including um, Brandy's reaching out to me to be part of this. Uh, I, I don't often think of myself as a hero. Um, certainly, my teenage daughters. I don't think of me as a hero when it first comes off. But, uh, but I, you know, I learned a lot from watching my kids. And I learned a lot from the challenges that are around there. And certainly, the Covenant House has shown me that there are great opportunities for all of us to contribute, including teens and young adults, to be able to volunteer their time uh, for this great organization. Cool. 
So you were mentioning about the, the sleepover event. I mean, I know a lot of probably most of our youth uh, listening, they might be willing to sleep over if it means getting, you know, tickets to the new Star Wars movie or <laughs> maybe the, the big football game or something. But what was that like? I mean, for you to, because, well, tell us about the event, first of all. Yeah, and it's it's uh, as you might picture it. Really, it's uh, an event where um, you are literally outside on the street for an evening. Um, you're sleeping on a piece of cardboard, and you have a a sleeping bag that's not something that's uh, from the North Face or Carex or MEC. <laughs> it's uh, a lesser quality item that that really does result in an experience that. I guess I could only imagine comes close to what it might be like for somebody to be out on the street. Mm-hmm. It was a cold night. Uh, I don't think anybody sleeps uh, through this kind of event. There were, were 50 odd uh, individuals out that night, all in this case executives from around Vancouver that were also mm-hmm. fundraising themselves. This fundraiser is remarkable. Uh, 50 people able to raise upwards of $700,000 to help this organization, mm-hmm. which is going through some growth into a new facility that they couldn't afford without uh, much of the money they raised. Uh, it was, um, you know, it was it was frightening, Kevin. It was cold. There was a lot of thoughts that went through my mind. I, yeah. uh, my office is near Granville Street. I walk up and down Granville Street, and, and of course, for those of us that live in Vancouver, have seen lots of the homeless in that area, as well as on, on East Hastings. And I just have a much greater appreciation for the challenges they face, and, mm-hmm. and feel the desire to uh, to really reach out to them and, and suggest some options if, if they're interested to get some help through the yeah. house. That's amazing. It's it's good to remember that we are really very blessed, aren't we? I mean, there's <laughs> you don't have to look very far to find someone who's less fortunate or who would give anything to be in your position. So um, really quickly, uh, Steve, just tell us why is volunteering important and how, how can teens benefit from it? Like what is, what, why should they want to get into this? It's a, it's a great question, Kevin. I, you know, I, I never did much volunteering as a teen and as I look back at it, I wish maybe I'd had more of those experiences because it's a great feeling ultimately to help people out. There's nothing mm-hmm. greater than that. And it's also a great way to meet really cool people and that connection ultimately leading to an opportunity to be involved in the show today is great. Mm-hmm. And you know, the bottom line is it's fun. Uh, you get a chance to do some things that are fun and I think uh, all of us like to enjoy fun. Very cool. Yeah, awesome. I didn't know you had teenage daughters too, so that's excellent. What was one thing that maybe you struggled with as a teenager when you were going <clears throat> self-esteem? Yeah, it's, um, that's a good one. I was thinking about that, Brandy mentioned that at the beginning of the show. It's, it's uh, you know, I always had an interest in math and sciences and I think many people in the technical realm are are often introverts and aren't people that are overly social sometimes. I mean, it's not, I don't mean to stereotype that in any way, it's just something that's a challenge maybe for some people to put themselves out there. And I think uh, something that um, that mentors of mine in, in early years always taught me is just to follow your passion and follow the things that you're excited about and, and not to worry. I mean, I, my daughters are, one of them's about to graduate from high school, another one's just a year behind her, and, and they're still wondering what they should do, what you know, what career path they should be on. It's a lot to ask of a teen to know what they want to do. I certainly, uh, you know, at times not sure what I want to do at this point in my life, but there's always something new and exciting around the corner, and, and I think it's really important to follow your, your passion and all the things that, uh, that you do. And um, I think that really helped me and, and some of the insecurities I might have had as a teen is just to, to trust that, to follow that, and good things will come from it. 
Beautiful. That's awesome. Thank you so much yeah. for coming. Um, I'll put, for anyone out there who's interested in Nick's book or to hear about Steve's journey in the Covenant House, uh, we're going to be posting this all on the website. Plus, we're going to be playing uh, video footage and a recording of this radio show again for you. Um, before we leave, I want to issue a challenge to everybody. It's called the Why Me Exercise. If you go to uh, Teen Wealth on our Facebook page, um, go to Teen Wealth Radio on Facebook, and tell me why are you so lucky to have all the great things that you have in your life? Because we have to be grateful for great things. Mm-hmm. And I just want to close out and introduce our last host, his name is Damien, and he's got some mad opinions. So, Damien, we've got about 30 <laughs> seconds to provide everybody and introduce yourself. <laughs> hey, my name is Damien Gordon. Um, I'm a national bodybuilder here in uh, Canada, and I was late due to the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I only get 30 seconds, and um, I'm very, very opinionated about things. I try to look at things from a teen's <clears throat> point of view, which is try not to make it too boring and make it interesting, and... Um, I just have a lot to say and no time to say it. <laughs> it's all good. We'll be back next week with Damien. He's got uh, more muscle than the rest of us at the table put together. And that says something when you've got Olympians and things like that yeah. here. So thank you guys very much for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you next Thursday live at 5 Pacific. Uh, if you ever need help, reach out to us. Mm-hmm. We've, we're here. We care. And, and uh, whatever you need, uh, we'll be there. And we're going to fight for you and your parents and your teachers for the rest of my life, I promise it. Welcome to Global Team Wealth, everyone. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america variety channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericavariety.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network it's staff and management.